Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. so thrilled to come across your earwaves and be with you. Man, what a week we had last week. And uh, Pastor Tony Miller with us and asked so many questions and gave us so many answers. And it was just a great honor to have him with us. We look forward to have him again. Uh, Maybe soon. Who knows? Who knows? But with me is my co-host, my good friend, Stephanie Wesco. And uh, Stephanie, what's going on? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, You know what? We're in the middle of summer. And enjoying the warmer weather. And other than poison ivy that's driving me insane, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, that poison ivy, man. It used to be that song, poison ivy. I don't know. <laughs> you probably don't remember that song. This year's <laughs> laughing again. Somewhere out there, liberty is grimacing. But hey, <laughs> folks, l- listen. We're thrilled. We're thrilled that we're still in Psalms, and we're in uh, the book of Psalms. We're in 115. Before we get there, a couple quick segments. The first one is you might be a knucklehead if. So every single morning, I try to go for a walk. I try to make it part of my morning routine, just get something done, get out there, get some motion, you know, burn some calories, feel good about myself. So every time I go out there, there's one or two lawns in the neighborhood that people never mow their lawns. They don't take care of their house. So all the, all the rest of us have nice mowed lawns and, you know, maybe some flowers. I mean, you don't have to go that far, but you should mow your lawn. So you might be a knucklehead if you're not taking care of what God's allowing you to rent or own. Um, you, you know, you're paying money or you paid good money. Take care of what God's given you. Have your lawn look nice. I think you might be a knucklehead if you're not. Fit the time in. Either that or hire the guy down the road. He'll do it Amen. for you. Yeah. Yeah, and then food that's right with God. Man, there's so many. But, you know, I, I was thinking something. I had some food up there in Pennsylvania the other day. Now, it wasn't a meal, but I went to this place, a chocolate place. I, I posted a picture out of my Facebook page. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but it was in Lidditz, Lidditz, Pennsylvania. And, and, man, that chocolate was right with God. I think it was molar chocolate. And that chocolate was right with God. So that's all I want to say. So I have chocolate issues. So I'm going to be up front with you. And uh, so we've been looking at idols, Stephanie. We've been coming through Psalm number 115. And it started out, and remember last podcast, we just asked a bunch of questions of Pastor Miller. And and then for this podcast, um, uh, the podcast before that, we're, we're coming back from 115, where we did those first uh first eight verses and we started talking about idols and what idols were and the Lord went through to tell us what these idols were for our God is the God in heavens first in verse three so if your God's not the God in heaven we may be worshiping the wrong God you know sometimes Stephanie I think before we go any further and we start hopping in today that we need to remember is we can subtly take on other gods it's a subtle thing it can sneak in if we're not careful. We can place boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, kids, a myriad of things, money, jobs, careers, building things, whatever the case may be, we can subtly uh, take on these idols. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's sports. Um, yeah. 
out of the way, our heart is deceitful. It is. It is. And you know, when I was a kid, I was a big athlete type of kid, or I like to think I was. And, uh, oh man, if, if, if you're not careful, boy, you just love the sound of the, uh, you know, the, the majorettes and the drum band and, and the drummers and all those different people in the band and coming through the cheerleaders with the bells, cowbells ringing and people screaming in the stands and, and, uh, man, all of a sudden that that's all you're working for. That's all you're doing. Well, the thing about God is he wants the preeminence. He demands it. Our God is a jealous God is what the Bible teaches us. So this is a significant thing we're looking at. So when we look at idols, we need to pay particular attention to this because we don't want to fall into this trap. We don't want to be snared, uh, with this whole idol thing. Mm. We, we want to come in on the right side of this. And, uh, and so that's what it's talking about there. And it says that idols are silver and gold. The work are man's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses um, they have, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through the throat. They that make them are like unto them, so is every one that trusteth in them. So if we're not careful, we're carrying these statues, we're carrying these bronze figures or cement figures, and we're worshiping them and treating them as if they're God. Yeah. And But they don't have no ears to hear. They don't have any, they can't answer prayers. And I, I think it's funny that as the Lord went through the senses here in the Bible, you know, the, the speak, the hearing, the, uh, the hands to feel, uh, different things like that. It, it, you know, they can't do anything for you. And so now we find ourselves, Stephanie, and we're starting here in verse number nine, and it says, O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord, which have made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from the time forth and forever. Praise the Lord. Oh, wow, Stephanie, so much there. And uh, what did you think as we went through those verses? Wow, well, I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the common thread of the reward of trusting the Lord, the fact that in trusting God, we find our help and our shield, we find comfort. Um, and I, you find praise when you're trusting the Lord. I think there's an, a real, a real essence in which when we're not trusting filled with worry, um, we deal with fear. Our brain becomes our worst enemy. Whereas when we're trusting the Lord, he gives that peace that passes understanding. He gives us joy, which is our strength because that joy is him. And, um, that, that, that's the thread I see here is that that combination of trusting and praise that leads to just worship that's God after. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, what I see here, too, is, is tr obviously what Stephanie said is right on. You know, where's our trust? 
who do we trust in? And, and if we're not trusting in the Lord, I, I'll tell you, you know, our lives aren't balanced. They're in the wrong place. They just don't work. Because God, you know, we serve God, we trust God, and I mean, there, there has to be a balance there. And if we're not trusting the Lord, we don't have that balance. But, you know, as I was looking along, I, I kept on going through this, and, and really, we're looking at this thing that's kind of like a giving God. You know, do this. Is, and, I, and I feel this call. In the Army, we used to use the term a clarion call, which is a real loud and straightforward call. You can't miss it. It's clear. You have to do this. It's clear. It's been put out. You know, the commander said, you do this, this, and this. Trust in the guy next to you. It's over. And in the military, you just did it. You had that loud clarion call. It, it was right there. It was right in your face. You knew exactly what you had to do. Well, I think we're looking at a loud clarion call right here, Stephanie. I think, I think God's making some rules for us to follow, and we need to follow them. And, and he's telling Israel, he's saying, oh, Israel, Trust thou in the Lord. He is the help in their shield. And, oh, house of Aaron, what is that, the Levites? And all you religious folks, trust in the Lord. He is the help in their shield. Oh, you that fear the Lord, everybody else that doesn't fall in those first two categories is their help in their shield. And, and then the Lord has been mindful for us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. And, Aaron. and, and I mean, it's, it's talking about what God gives us and and what God does and what he does with that. And I think it's pretty clear, you know, that calls real. You know, we spent those first eight verses and we talked about what idols are. And idols can't do anything for you. And then we transition, the psalmist transitions to what God can do for you and where you find your trust. And I mean, I, I think, Stephanie, if we're going to get one thing right out of Psalm 115, if there's something that we come away from, it's this idea of those three questions I think that Pastor Miller had asked. What do you think on the most? Mm. What do you look on what do you look forward to the most? What influences you the most? Remember he said that? And he yep. said that over and over again. And I think that's I think it really fits with the second half of this more than it did the first half. And so, you know, folks, ask yourself that question, you know, what are you thinking about the most? What's coming first? What are you thinking of the most? What's, what's there? What's where you need to be? Um, and, I, and I think those questions need to have that affirmative, God's the thing I'm thinking of most. Um, mm. My church family, how to get my family saved, all those types of questions. And what do you look forward to the most? Are you looking forward to a sports game that's coming on TV tonight? Are you looking forward to God? And, I mean, how else would we say that, Stephanie? Well, I think there's it's it's we're either obeying the command to set your affections on things above, not on things in the earth, or you're not. Yeah. Um, and I think of that verse that says, "For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? Yeah, lose his own soul. Your 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 heart can only be in one place at a time. So if your heart is not focused on the Lord, the the fallout effect." You know, there's going to be a there's going to be an effect on every a ripple effect on every aspect of life, depending on where your focus is, and um, that's that's why it's so important that we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that, and, and you know, trying to trying to make this in, uh, easy to understand is real easy. Trying to do this is real hard, is what I'm <laughs> trying to say. 
It, it's, it's waking up in the morning. It's a consciousness that comes with the day. It's a consciousness. The Lord, in verse 14, shall increase you more and more, you and your children. There's no idol that can do that. There's no other facet of your life that's going to increase you more than more. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you want your marriage to get better, but that, that has the common thread for a good marriage. you got to have God. Obviously, yeah. you want your family to be better, but that has that common thread for a good family. You have to have God and so on. And then it says, ye are blessed of the Lord, which make heaven and earth. And, and again, I think God is reminding us here that, hey, I make heaven and earth. What are you worshiping these idols for? You know, I was, yeah. I, I saw this thing, a uh, special, uh, sometime last year, this guy, his name was Ernie Davis. He was probably the best college football player of his generations. And I, I believe he played in the late fifties and early sixties at the university of Syracuse in New York. And, he came out, and there was no player wanted more in the National Football League than this guy. He was drafted. I mean, they traded away things, paid him a ton of money, gave him a locker. His name was Ernie Davis. He was a great man, even better than football himself. He was godly. He, he had everything going for him. And uh, before he could play one football game, he was diagnosed with leukemia. And by the time, at 23 years old, he died. Never wow. played a football game. But his life was so profoundly about God, so profoundly about other people, that the Cleveland Browns who drafted him uh, retired his number. But he never played an NFL football game, not one. And, and mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, it's not football that he's remembered for today. It's for being that guy in the locker room to help the young people, the guy to help people at college and uh, and, but then, you know, as you come down to the bottom, it says, ye are blessed of the Lord in verse 15, which made heaven and earth. Remember who made it, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he given to the children of men. So this is where it starts this, this thing 16 through 18, where he, where God gives us, uh, earth to, to have fellowship on, to live through, to enjoy, to serve him, to worship him. The dead praise, not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from the, this time forth forevermore. Praise the Lord. So I think as we're looking at this psalm, Stephanie, and I think the example here or what we need to go with here is uh, this whole concept of, you know, we've got this earth, but the earth is dust. Yeah. It's fleeting. Now, did God give us this earth for pleasure and to bring joy to us? He did. Mm-hmm. But there's an expectation that comes along with that. And that expectation is to serve him and trust him. And uh, I, I don't know, Stephanie, I know that one of the things that you and I both go through is people we're trying to mentor, people we're trying to talk to, is getting them to trust the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of the biggest, because it is for all, every human. You know, I'm no different than any other human out there. Um, this is, this is something we all face because our sinful nature, you know, that was the whole fall. The whole base of the fall was that Eve wanted to be like God. And I think it boils down to pride and, and we have so much pride in us. There are times God just convicts me. It's like your level of pride stinks and we have so much pride. that's just ingrained in us because of the fall, because of our fallen flesh. And that inhibits us. It's like our each person's handicap to keep us from trusting God the way we should. And um, 
And so I think this is a challenge. To, this was a challenge to Israel, it's a challenge to us. Verse 13, I have underlined, it says, He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. And I think there's a real a real sense in which when we fear God the way we should, it will result in us depending on him and us trusting him because we will understand that without him, we're nothing. Wow. Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. And, and you know, maybe we look at all this and we, we try somehow to put this together and understand what's going on. And, you know, the blessings are promised. We see that throughout there. We have a confidence assurance that he gives us here in this second half of this psalm. Uh, House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. Israel, trust in the Lord. All you that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. The Lord is mindful of us. He knows what's going on with us. He's worthy of our trust. It's something we need to do. We we need to trust him. Uh, <clears throat> and then he, you know, he pronounces the blessing on us. You look at those verses. He'll increase you more and more. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Um, so we remember where God is. No idols making anything. And and we know that. I th- you know what I think the hard thing here is as we wrap up? I think the hard thing is we all understand that no idol made heaven or earth. It's just idols are more convenient, Stephanie. You know what I'm saying? It's a more convenient thing to walk up to a statue or to turn on a football game. And there's nothing wrong with watching football. But it's when they take the place of God is where we have our problem. When anything in your life takes the place of God, we have Mm -hmm. a problem. And, uh, you know, I heard a pastor's wife one time. I overheard her doing a ladies' meeting. So I was coming in, getting ready to do my meeting a little while later at a camp. And she put five things on the board. I don't remember them all that took her place, took God's place in her life. And it was kids, busyness. And I mean, it was something that I had never even thought of. And uh, she said, I had to change my life around to say God first. Even if I got to get up early, I got to have, I got to have that dose. Uh, I mean, I think we can agree with her, Stephanie. Yeah. 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 Well, what song do we have today, Stephanie? Well, Doug, that is a good question. Let me pull my sheet out because I put it in my Bible to be all organized. So today we're going to go with um, a song that I love. Um, it starts with starts out all my life long I panted for a drink from some cold spring. And just that concept of thirsting after God that will create um, a desire to praise him. That as we realize all that he is to us, it will cause us not only to fear and trust him, but also to praise him. And the title of that song is Satisfied. Satisfied. Here's Satisfied, friends. If we can do anything to help you, let us know. We sure do love you, folks. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.